Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. The podcast all about getting people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, and the music that have soundtracked their journey. So join me as we open up shop and have a waffle. As with every episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast, I always have a catch-up with my guests before we get started. In this particular episode with the legendary Craig Phillips, who won the first ever Big Brother here in the UK, I was explaining how it took me a long time to open up and be honest about how I was feeling and to accept that help. Here's how the rest of that conversation went down. I disagree, really. I don't think it's silly what what you've done. I think it's stronger. It shows a strength in a character and a personality. You know, so you may have felt inside a little bit silly at the time, and everybody experiences that, whoever they are, you know, whatever yeah, true. position they're in, how big profile they are, it doesn't make a difference. We all feel silly sometimes. And all that is, is in my opinion, is you're just telling yourself, I feel a bit silly and I don't want yeah. to talk about this. But you, you, you find, and as you probably found in your journey of your podcast, that by talking about it, someone else has experienced the same thing. Yeah. Usually someone else has experienced a, a worse thing than what you have. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you don't feel as silly, you know, and you don't feel as down in, in how you feel. You're sharing I your problem, that. you're talking about it, and you're, you're building up your strength as you're doing it. And some people don't realise, and it's good to get that message across to people. The more they talk about it, the easier it becomes, yeah. the less silly they feel, because it's only usually them who, who, who feel silly. The people around you, your friends, your family who care about you, and even strangers who may not yeah. know you or care about you, 
can actually kind of feel what you're going through and have probably experienced it themselves in one way or another. And all of a sudden, that, that, that silliness becomes strength, I think. The moment you said that, I thought to myself, no, it's not silly, it's strength. Yeah, you know? no, I really appreciate that. But it is, yeah, it's, yeah. it is from having these kind of conversations with, you know, like as much as kind of like this is going to sound like a little bit of like a fangirl thing but like you know like from watching you like on tv and stuff like that like I feel like I kind of know who you are in a weird way but it's from having these kind of conversations with like strangers as you said it's like okay I'm not as weird as I thought I'm not silly so I I I really appreciate that because it, it just gave me that little bit more of a fire in my belly and sometimes as well you know it's it's easier to open up to a stranger than sometimes yeah, your best oh, friend. Yeah, percent. You know, um, you, you know, I've had I've had best friends. I still have, still got best friends. You know, and um, you sometimes see them more or, or, or less in your lifetime as things as things evolve. But then you have a certain relationship with them that you can talk about a certain things. You know, yeah. it, you can have a. I've got friends of mine, you know, who, who work in accountancy side of things. So when I chat with them. And talk about some of the problems. It's a problem with accountancy systems, a problem with the tax fair, this, that, and the other yeah. issues you're coming across. And that is great for me opening up to that individual about that. And then I've got an old pal from school, you know, who all I do talk about him is about ex-girlfriends, you know, <laughs> good experience, some bad experiences. <laughs> but when I eventually meet up with them and have a beer, that's kind of what we, we chat about. We get yeah. off, off our chest. I wouldn't dream of talking to them about my accountancy yeah. issues. You know, and likewise with my friend, who's a very good friend, he was he was a he was an, um, an usher at my wedding. You know, yeah, we can talk about money situations and problems with houses and finances and stuff, but I wouldn't dream of talking to him about women's situations I've had. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've found in my life, your audience. <laughs> I can talk about with different things, but then yeah. all of a sudden you're talking to an individual you don't know, you might know of. But you can open up to them about the financial yeah. situations or the love life situations. And it's kind of quite easy because there's no already, not boundary set in place. There's no already history of that, yeah. that conversation, of what you normally talk about with them. Because the normal is easy to talk about. It's hard to step out of that and talk about the unnormal things because they're not normal. Yeah. I don't talk about that individual that's what i found with with different people over uh, i feel over like i'm getting like a, a free therapy session i'm just generally talking about my own experiences yeah. you know and i think but that's what i think that's what people relate to more is because i've learned probably i mean I, I had four therapy sessions and don't get me wrong, they were, they were tough and they yeah. were brutal, but they had to come to a stop because of COVID. So I've learned more and like progress more by having these kind of conversations. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from therapy at all, but from having these kind of open, honest conversations, it's like all these doors have opened, like walls have come down and stuff like that. So literally yeah. it, it, it's so powerful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I know when you just mentioned then about a th therapists and things, when we were in the Big Brother house, you know, 20 yeah. years ago, we were all, uh, we, we were under pressure, you know, it was very, like what we're, what we're all experiencing now, this isolation yeah. of being away and 
cut off from the outside world and various things like that. And we had the added pressure of 28 cameras around us and we yeah. were competing in competition, which brings its own its own stress, its yeah. own pressure in one way or another. Um, and there was a monetary value to the end of it. So that makes people more hungry and, and, and for themselves, you know, we all wanted to go in there and win it type of thing. Yeah. And when things got real, real down for us, it was at the time when Nasty Nick had cheated, of course, and he was kicked out of the yeah. house. And then all of a sudden, the, 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 the atmosphere in that house was so morbid. And so, oh, you wow. know, it was, like, it was like a funeral environment, yeah. you know, that type of feeling. We were all so down. And it's quite interesting what you learn about yourself because all of a sudden, Big Brother gives you a few bottles of beer and a nice Chinese takeaway. And all of a sudden, you're, you're lifted by <laughs> Got about four nick, you know. <laughs> but what 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 happened is we all hit the lowest point we did. So we had professional psychiatrists watching over every move we were making, twenty four hours oh, a wow. day, and that was part of the part of the production company's insurance yeah. policy. Let's say that they all had to watch us because it was a social experiment, and they needed yeah. to see how we were functioning. If we were going to crack, if we were going to have problems, you know, in yeah. in the house following on afterwards so we were watched very very closely and we, we weren't quite aware of all this yet it was in the small print of our contracts type of thing but then big brother must have looked at this morbid scene all day long was sitting around moping around yeah. on the couch and must have thought oh god this is going to be crap tv we can't make a program out of this we need yeah. to warm things up you know yeah, there's one-way bribes with food and alcohol. That's one thing, but it's only short-term. So what they decided was they brought in this, this psychoanalyzer. His name was um, Brett Carr, his name was. And um, well, this is like a therapy lesson for me now. <laughs> years ago. And, um, what he'd done was he'd come and spoke to us, not face-to-face, but in the diary room, just, just like you and me now, yeah. you know, just looking into a camera, you know. And I couldn't see Brett. But I had met him before we went into the house. We had psychoanalyzing, you know, yeah. psychiatric screening, I think it was called, to see if we were sane enough to go in such a program. Yeah. Now, um, so I had met Brett. So it was nice to put, uh, listen to his voice, you know, after being into this pressurized house for six yeah. weeks, to then have a, a friendly voice talk to, giving us some good advice about why we're feeling like this and, and, it is only short term and because of what's happened, this is the reason it's to be expected. Don't be scared of it and don't be upset over it. Yeah. You just got to ride the wave sometimes and know there is another direction, you know, and they assured us that what was getting spoke about when we went in there, we all had an hour with him, you know, and what was spoke about in there would never go out on TV. It's not being yeah. recorded or anything like that. It's just a one-on-one, but um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and having that hour with Brett, was kind of like my first experience, you know, feeling down and low and then talking yeah. to a professional about it. And what I found, the professional kind of, what would you say, just kind of looked at my situation, but not through my eyes from a different angle, you know. Yeah. And sometimes detaching yourself from a situation, you can see it a little bit clearer, a bit different, to yeah. you know. You're not, we all get a bit tunnel vision and shit. When it's we're down, how you know, you to take that step back yourself. sometimes. In fact, yes, I think yeah, it's not even sometimes. To, I think you have to, yeah. You have to do, yeah. But I, I find sometimes you're so engrossed in this tunnel vision, it's hard for you to step back. You need someone to give you a bit of a pushback. And that's Definitely. what I felt the psych, psychoanalyzer did with us. They just had to say, you know, step back, push yourself out of the way. And then all of a sudden you think, 
yeah, what he said is quite obvious, but I wasn't yeah. thinking of it at the time. When I could detach myself from that situation and look, you know, I'm on a reality TV program. Yeah, I'm feeling down. I'm missing my family. I've got real yeah. problems going on. I knew I had business problems outside going on, you know, that could have been spiraling. And yeah. in there, I'm thinking the worst, it's spiraling up bigger and badder in my own head. Um, Nick's gone out, everyone else is feeling down around us, and we just couldn't pick ourselves up. Yeah. So each one of us went, no, I don't think all of us did. I think it was a choice, and I certainly did. I think about maybe about four out of six of us decided to take up the opportunity and have yeah. the hour with breath. And honest to God, the four of us come out literally walking on springs you know yeah. <laughs> we were lifted from it um from all down and then afterwards and, and since then you know in the last 20 odd years when i've had little situations i kind of think about some of the things that he said and they are quite oh, basic wow. to me now and i'm a bit older yeah. and more experienced but when you're not older and experienced in that i felt just having that little push to detach step yeah. back he look at it, not from that angle, look at it from this angle, or go stand over there, look at it from that angle. Yeah. And he was explaining to us, you know, this is a positive thing, you know, you're all still in this house, you're going to have more tasks, you are going to see your families at the end of it, you're yeah. going to be able to do this, it's all going to turn out well, you know, and, and all of a sudden we were, boom, lifted back up again, and it, and it helped. Do you think with so, some of that you know, I advice, I mean, obviously we're in, I think for someone from like you, who you were isolated in probably the, the most famous house in the world. Do you think any of that has kind of continued with the situation we are, we're in now with isolation? Is there like kind of similarities Absolutely. or like how, yeah, how have you found it? It certainly helped us in the first, well, the, if we go back to March last year in the first yeah. lockdown, you know, for us, We'd, we, we had a little, we'd just been busy building our house, right? And it wasn't quite finished. We had a million and one things to finish off. Yeah. And you know, like, like always, you know, everything gets in the way and everything gets delayed. <laughs> Builders always end up taking forever doing things. And I'm a typical builder, you know, and I haven't finished loads of things off. So we were watching the news. We were seeing what was happening in, in, in Italy and in Spain. They were getting hit hard with, you yeah. know, and it was inevitable it was coming our way. And we had Nelly's birthday party, our daughter's first birthday party on the 8th of March. And we said goodbye to our friends and family then. And we were like, you know what? We, we're going to yeah. start isolating. This, and I think the government locked us down on about the 24th of March or something. Yeah. So about two weeks prior, we made our choice. Enough's enough. That's we're it. not now. letting friends yeah. and family in the house no more. We're going to keep ourselves safe. We knew, but we had a suspicion that Laura, my wife, could be pregnant as well, you know. Yeah. Which is little Lenny, you've just seen it then. He's on yeah. the roof. <laughs> um, we, we thought, oh, you know, Laura could be potentially pregnant, you know, only a month, six weeks into pregnancy. So we don't want to risk anything. We yeah. cannot afford to risk anything. So we did. We put ourselves down. And we were lucky we had good weather. We had lots to get on with in our house. So I've got to be honest, it didn't bother us that much. What we found yeah. the most, of it, Laura missed it, was having a young child at one year of age, Laura would normally take her to messy play, take her to soft play, take her to new music. So every day yeah. there's a little hour chat going on. So for Laura's kind of mental state, you know, and, and many mothers feel very low after having a child, you know, mm. uh, postnatal depression can show in many different areas and different ways yeah. and can last for different times of time, you know. And I, I do believe... From what we've spoke to, 
you know, dozens and dozens of mothers. I believe every mother experiences it a little bit or yeah. a lot, you know, somewhere down the line, you have a little bit of taste of that sleepless nights. They feel as if they're doing mm -hmm. everything wrong for a child. They feel they're, they're poor mother and things like that. And, and they're not, they're just learning. They're just yeah. learning. And most mothers experience this. And Laura was, I had her ups and downs in, in, in that area. And then all of a sudden, Laura got all these little, our classes taken off her because they all got stopped, you know, by yeah. people time. Everything was closed down. So then Laura felt that isolation being at home, not being able to socialize or mix with any other mothers. So for me, it wasn't too bad. I was just on the tools all the time, finishing off the yeah. stuff around our house. So for me, it was like, oh, the well slowed down a little bit. I'll take advantage of it. I'll get stuck into DIY and finish yeah. everything off. And then stop getting <laughs> nagged from the mist, obviously. So for me, it's for a win-win. Yeah, yeah, for me it was good. Laura was, was feeling it a lot more than me. Luckily, the weather was good, so we had a nice garden and things. We could sit outside in it and play outside. But then we started recapping, and it started making me think of my time in the Big Brother house and how yeah. I was trying to compare that to this. And I did do a few interviews, you know, at the time. A few of the, the local, the, not the local press, the national press yeah. wanted to relate it to it. And I was like, well, we're under lockdown now. We have got access to the internet. We have got social media. 20 years yeah. ago, we had not that. And we certainly didn't have it in the Big Brother house, obviously. No, just before you come, I was just chatting with Taylor about um, when we first done lockdown here. It was a bit more harder for you oh, because you, you couldn't do any of the baby classes with Nelly, could you? No, no. So you missed the social side of it, meeting up with other mothers and, and getting Nelly out of the house as well, you know, because children get sick. bored, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we get a little cloth for you. <laughs> This is real life. <laughs> yeah. This is what they want. This is what the people want. Just turning up, ruining my show. It's fine. <laughs> this, this might be the worst show you've ever had, but could you oh, mate, be the best? I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm having more fun in the first, what, five, ten minutes of this than I have probably <laughs> a lot of my other episodes. <laughs> All of our work, we try to keep it fun and not look at it as work. And do you know what? It, it, it works better. It works better if you don't yeah. be serious about anybody's work. Like, but yeah, so Laura, Laura suffered more because she couldn't get out and go to all them classes and get Nelly out the house. Uh, yeah. I was getting stuck finishing off bits of ears, so it wasn't too bad for me. But um, Taylor asked about the comparing it to when we were in the Big Brother, well, when I was in the Big Brother house. And I generally think the Big Brother house was harder. You know, it was yeah. more pressurised. I couldn't speak to my friends and family. I couldn't use the phone, couldn't watch the TV. Um, yeah. And the house He's itself... He's got better company, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Compared <laughs> to Nasty Nick, I'm not even... I think you're yeah, winning yeah. this time round. <laughs> Goes without saying. <laughs> you know, we, we, at that time, we couldn't even pick up the phone and text our friends and family and ask how they were. We couldn't read newspapers or magazines, certainly no internet or, or, or um, social media. You know, yeah. so we felt really contained and isolated in there. And for me, I remember the last night when they told me you'd won and, you know, all I wanted to do was get out the house. And it was like, how could I describe it? Is I've done a lot of deep sea diving and I don't know if you've, you've done it before with breathing apparatus. When you're below the ground, below the, the, the water, you're feeling that pressure in your head and your yeah. body and you just want to take a fresh air, oxygen in. And I felt as if I was so compressed in a bubble in there, I needed to burst out. Yeah. And 
it, it was so hard when I'd won and now obviously to Davina or Big Brother spoke to me, said, yeah, you know, you're not going out for another hour and a half. We're taking Anna out first and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is like torture, torture. Because I didn't want the party. I didn't want the celebration. I didn't even want to see my family at that point. I just needed to burst Brilliant. out that pressurised bubble and get fresh air, you know. The house, the Big Brother house on TV looked nice and bright because there were studio lights all yeah. around it. But you don't see them studio lights. We have them on us all the time. It's like interrogation, you know. And oh, the wow. garden was like prison, big high walls with lights and cameras all around you. It wasn't a relaxing environment at all. No. It was not at all. Although, yeah, we had fun in there and you see us having a laugh in the garden, sitting around in the sun. But that remember, that was only a very small edited version yeah. Of the whole 24 hours in there, you know, 64 days of, uh, you know, days and nights, we, we were in there. And you may only see a half an hour or an hour show of an evening. Mm. And that's 28 cameras recording for 24 hours a day, condensed down into using a little 2% of it, what the viewers get to see. So it's a total op 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 opposite, you know, an illusion, really. So for me, the Big Brother house was harder than yeah. our first lockdown my experience you know laura had an experience the big brother you just experienced this lockdown here hadn't you and we tried to <laughs> look in the house make him. fun of it <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to make a positive out of all negatives you know because it was a pop it was a negative situation we were going into a worldwide yeah. pandemic which was killing people so it was very scary and at some point we detached ourselves from the news because it was bringing yeah. us down no i, I still yeah. do it now still do it mm. i can you've been listening to the waffle shop podcast with me taylor james massive thank you to my very special guests this week craig and laura from mr and mrs diy don't forget to check out their socials as always if you've liked what you've heard don't forget to hit that subscribe button and i'll see you soon even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. 
See you soon. <laughs>